ear glass shatters over the back of my head. Oh, Somebody shit. threw a bottle from the top story balcony Damn. and hit me in the back of the head. Fuck. So I just see glass fly in front of me. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you are having a great week, and uh, I am. I am also having a great week. I say also, assuming you are having a great week. If you're not having a great week, then I probably just sound like an ass who's bragging about my great week. I'm having a solid week. Let's say that. Um... Yeah, I'm excited for today's episode. It's with Hunter Edwards, who's a really funny comedy performer and writer. And um, he is partially blind in one eye, and he's going to tell me why. Uh, It's a night of drinking and fighting and uh, defending one's honor, maybe. Well, yes, it was. Uh, Misguided, perhaps, but that was uh, the intention. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. I appreciate Hunter for coming over and... uh, telling a complete stranger about it. We'd never met before, and uh, it was great to get to know him, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to work on some stuff together in the future. If you enjoy the episode, please give us that five stars on iTunes. Really appreciate it. You could even write a review. Like, you could write one word. You can also check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes. Merch, we got t-shirts, we got tote bags, we got mugs. We got it all with that. Superfly, Bad Times, Good Stories logo on it. Um, Andy, there's a link to the Patreon page if you are so inclined to donate to the cause. So I can keep this going. I really appreciate it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Hunter Edwards. So how's your morning been? Uh, it's been good. I just found out, uh, Keith Flint died. Do you know who Keith Flint is? Oh, from the band. Uh, Prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a big fan? I was a massive fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I used to, before, uh, doing comedy and stuff, I used to do, um, uh, I used to make dance music. I used to be a dance music producer. Really? Like when I was in middle school, I started like making beats and stuff. Cool. And then I did that for like years and years and um, started working with like a label and got like a taste of like actually being a part of the business. Nice. And hated it and burnt every single bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Burnt every single bridge trying to get out of there. Um, And so like, yeah, Prodigy was huge. And that kind of like sort of shaped how I made music and stuff too, knowing those guys who did it from back then. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, don't. Hey, I asked how your morning's going. <laughs> My morning was uh, frustrating because I don't understand why uh, the coffee pot that has the numbers, you know, for like how much water you should put in and uh-huh. how much it never adds up. The, the, it's never the same as the numbers on the side of the actual coffee maker. It doesn't yield the same amount. No. Yeah. So three on the pot is like 2.2 on the maker. So, you know, I 
was also having a <laughs> sad morning. Yeah, that's super Sorry. frustrating. I totally get it. <laughs> and it's a new coffee maker. Which one is it? Is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what brand it is? I think it's Mr. Coffee. Okay. Yeah. Are you telling me Mr. Coffee doesn't know how to make a coffee He doesn't machine? know how to make a goddamn cup of coffee. It's infuriating. This is the world we live in. I know. Yeah. I'm also not great at, <laughs> at scooping out the right amount of coffee for every... Like, sometimes I nail it, and then sometimes... Uh-huh. It's too heavy, and then my heart's just racing too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, as as a, I believe you mentioned you're a barista, so yeah. Uh, oh, you pee in, Penny? You were just yep. Well, you were just clawing at the door. Hey, it's fine. Yep. Hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yep. You did all you could. I'm not mad. You look better now, though. You yeah. look like you're doing better. Yep. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a podcast without the dog pee- peeing. All right. On the floor. Uh, it was my fault, though. She was clawing. That's okay. Honestly, <laughs> not the first time this has happened to me on a podcast. Uh, so, I'm <laughs> desensitized to it. I'm fine. Oh, you boy. Were ta- we were talking about coffee, I believe. We were, uh, yes. Yeah, we had a nice, uh, <laughs> a nice back and forth going as um, you were uh, being a barista. Yeah. I don't like to tell people that, but sure. Yes. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. <laughs> uh, I like to be known for my comedy and my music. Thank As you. As you should be. Uh, but yes, I do know how to make coffee. Uh, yeah, I've been making coffee for like 10 years. Um, I think I was telling you before this. Uh, it's aggravating uh, if you're also in LA yeah. and you know how to make coffee. There is maybe like two places that I can think of that know how to make a cup of coffee. Really? Yes. And that's it? That is truly it. Wow. They're both very close to each other, and I don't know if that's just because I lived near there, mm-hmm. but I've I've worked at a bunch of coffee places since I've been here. Yeah. And, yeah. What is everyone doing wrong? <laughs> so many things. Um, okay, so let's start with, like, just regular espresso stuff. Yeah. And a latte is, like, what? What do you think a latte is? Oh, uh... Coffee with, I have no idea. Okay. Well, when I go to the coffee shop, I just get black coffee and add a little cream. And that's why you're a great customer. <laughs> There's some cream involved, <laughs> yeah. right, in the latte? That, that's why you're a great customer, because I have to just push a button, yeah. and then I hand it to you. Exactly. And then you go on your way, Yep. and I get to not do anything. Exactly. Uh, it's a win-win. A latte is, so it's like espresso, mm-hmm. steamed milk, a little bit of foam on top. Okay. Understandable. Right, right, right. Usually a little bit large. Yeah. Um, cappuccino mm-hmm. is two shots of espresso, or espresso, mm-hmm. foam. Okay. No milk, just foam. No milk, okay. But I've worked at so many coffee shops since I've been here that'll just make a cappuccino, but it's a smaller latte. What are they doing? I don't know. It, that costs them more. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't want to talk about this. <laughs> This is so boring. <laughs> hey, I'm learning something new. I know uh, the difference between a latte and a cappuccino. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, to make like a legit cappuccino takes less milk. Mm-hmm. So you'd be making, you'd be saving money. It'd be helping the business. Sure. To do it the right way. <laughs> so I don't know why making a smaller one is the way that I'm supposed to do it. And no matter how many times I've said this... Uh, these mom and pop places, they don't like to listen. So No. Oh, will you correct them? Oh, I I don't correct them. 
not like a no. <laughs> well, you've got you would have a case. Thanks for employing me, but uh, I'm gonna take this job in a different direction. Uh, no, I, you know, I politely am like, hey, <laughs> it's at the point now when I start a job, I go. Now I've worked at a lot of coffee shops, so I want to know how you do a cortado. Uh, and then they show me, and then I, and then that's how I do it from there on out. But um, it drives me crazy. It's I, got to. I truly, I'm just here to make enough money to open my own coffee shop <laughs> and do it right for once in this godforsaken town. <laughs> what what would you call your coffee shop? Let's do it right for once in this <laughs> godforsaken town. <laughs> Um, <laughs> My last coffee-related question <laughs> uh, would be, does Starbucks burn their coffee to get the most caffeine out of it? I heard no. this. They don't. They no, just make a bad cup? No. <laughs> what they do is that they formulate their blend to make it the most caffeinated version of a coffee. Oh. Um, I forget what the actual blend is, but there's like, there's, it's like Arabica and like, a bunch of I can't remember what the other ones were. Somebody was really telling me this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, to get it to the point where like, and that's why it tastes burnt is because yeah. there's like 50 billion different types of beans in it, and they uh, don't kind of mesh well. Also, they probably are burning it. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. So they formulate it. They formulate it to way. make you um, uh, addicted to it. Right. And to. Uh, hold up their uh, <laughs> brainwashing scheme. Sure. I haven't been to a Starbucks in a while. I remember I did the weirdest. Sh- so anytime I would start dating somebody, I would just, I wanted, I would pretend to be the person that I wanted to be. No, don't do that. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I was single for a long time. <laughs> And for whatever reason, the person I wanted to be was somebody who would read a hard copy of the New York Times. <laughs> a hard copy? Yes, yes. For a second, I pictured a hard copy of the New York Times having a hard cover for it. Oh, yeah. Which is even more pompous to be like, <laughs> that mm, would be. For it to make a sound when you close it? Yeah. Oh, if it was like a leather bound edition? Oh, sorry. I was just best. reading this week's New York Times. <laughs> Let me put it on my shelf. <laughs> But I got this girl who I didn't know very well, you know, it'd only been a couple weeks, for her to just assume that my entire life I've got to walk to Starbucks and get a New York Times. <laughs> and we would do that. <laughs> and one time, like, the, the one around the corner didn't have it. And she was like, oh, God, listen, I know there's another one we can walk to that's like half a mile over there. Uh-huh. And I didn't really care at that point because I liked the idea of buying it and looking at the headlines. Sure. But I wasn't going to read the paper. Yeah. And then I was like, well, shit. So I had to keep this ruse going. So we walked to three different Starbucks within like a mile radius. She was actually very sweet to, to think that it meant that much to me. Yeah. Uh, but then I didn't want to be going. And uh, and then they raised the prices too that day. So. Hey, honey, how's your new boyfriend? He's good. He's, um, I don't know. He's got this thing with the New York Times, but he's great otherwise. Went to three different coffee shops. <laughs> I just haven't had a morning to myself in a while. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's funny. And I don't know that I've been to one since. Uh, yeah, the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah that was several years ago. Since. 
I did have a the digital subscription. Okay. I would I would look at that. So you kept up the lie. I did keep yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in doing so, I actually learned things. Oh, that's good. No, that is good. Yeah, and now I just have a subscription to uh, the Columbus Dispatch. A slight uh, <laughs> drop in quality, but I'm from Ohio. Okay. I decided I was feeling a little homesick. Okay. Thought I'd get the local paper, I was hear just, about what's going on in the news. I was going to ask, you just picked Columbus, Ohio for <laughs> yeah, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a swing state. I want, I want both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. I want my news bipartisan. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. That's really the only reason I brought you over here. <laughs> I'll take off. Are we good? <laughs> yeah. I'm All right. right. So ends Coffee Corner. All right. Uh, <laughs> New pod. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I uh, invite people over. It's you <laughs> asking begrudging questions to baristas that don't want to, <laughs> yeah. that don't want to answer them. Who don't want to re- remind themselves that that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, apologies. Love uh, it. No, we are not here to talk about that. Uh, we are here to talk about. Something more violent, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Having not, not knowing any of the details. Sure. Uh, we'll see how my intro plays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you got into a fight or something, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be blunt here. Yeah. Stop being coy about it. <laughs> uh, no, this is, uh, this is one of my favorite stories because it's, uh, uh, it's long enough for a pod, first of all. That's why it's one of my favorites. Good. Uh, there's a lot of characters involved, uh, and there's a lot of uh, things that happen. So I'm I'm partially blind in one of my eyes. Oh, really? Because of this fight. Oh, so okay. Um, so let's start out. This is I had just graduated high school. Okay, it was like 2000. I graduated in 2007, so it was around 2007, 2008. Uh, the girl I was dating at the time. Uh, <laughs> Trying to think of it for the sake of the story, make a fake name. Uh, right. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Um, the girl I was dating at the time, Mary. Uh, she was great. Yeah. Um, we dated for a really long time. We dated in high school. Uh, and we, you know, kept trying to date after that. But uh, around this time, like once we had both gotten out of high school, we. We're going to a lot of parties. We were young. Sure. Going to a lot of parties. Where was this? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Fresno, California. Pom Pom and meth capital of the world. Oh. Number okay. one Pom Pom distributor. What are Pom Poms? Uh, cheerleaders. Oh, the actual. I thought that was like actual Pom Poms. No. <laughs> so we got Pom Poms and meth. Um, <laughs> we were actually drunkest city in America. Trying to remember the exact dates. I think it was 2012, 2013, and again in 2015, which Ooh. means we lost in 2014. And we were so heated about that <laughs> that we trained, we came back, <laughs> took the title back in 2015. <laughs> um, what a city. What a city. I'm very intrigued. Taco Bell test ground. Oh. There's that, too. Were you getting the Taco Bell breakfast before everybody else? Absolutely. Ooh. We had the... I don't know if that ever went stateside <laughs> it's so weird to talk about taco bell menu items like viruses i don't know if that went stateside but they contained it to that to <laughs> fresno area there was i remember before i left there was a baja blast taco shell what like a mountain dew taco oh my shell God. yeah 
So if it works in Fresno, it works everywhere. I don't think that one worked. I hope they contained that one. Um, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it was like neon blue. <laughs> you shouldn't eat anything that's like neon colored. Um, that's not natural. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like the sign didn't glow, but it itself glowed. It was crazy. Um, so anyways, yeah. Fun town. Tiny yeah. town. Um a lot of poverty mixed with like, ex- like insane, because it's it's weird how it's separated too. Because like most of the town is extremely poor, yeah, not a very rich town. But you have these like pockets of like <coughs> comparatively like super wealthy neighborhoods, mm. and so there's like a lot of cultural clash between the two. Sure. I think a lot of times. Sorry. It, and you know, there's there's some like pretty bad gang stuff there and whatnot. Uh, it's just Central Valley problems, basically. Mm-hmm. That's just what happened. There used to be a video on YouTube called Fresno. What was it called? Fresno Confidential, I think. Okay. And it was just a bunch of Bulldog members. Bulldogs are the Fresno gang. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just a bunch of Bulldog members showing off all their guns on YouTube. Oh. They're like, yeah, hey, look at this. <laughs> This is my wow. this is my full name. Yeah. This is my address, and here's all the AK-47s I own. The DA was the first to like that video. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, terrific! Yeah, uh, it was crazy. That's interesting. Um, that just sounds like a college sports team. That's also our college sports team. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, Come on, gang! Yeah. Get a little creative. The the <laughs> Fresno State Bulldogs. Um, wow. <laughs> It's a it's a great town to grow up in. Um, <laughs> anyway, so back to the story. Yeah, so you were drinking, drinking, doing a lot of drugs and stuff. Um, and I was just out of high school, and I was going through a lot of weird, angsty stuff because my mom had just separated from my uh, stepdad. Okay. Um, so second divorce for me, first divorce for my half sister. How old were you with the first divorce? Oh, I mean, I was too little to remember. Okay, so it's um, more just a way of life. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, so I'm like, I'm, I'm used to it, but you know, like my sister and me are seven years apart, mm-hmm. so it was really hard for her, and like right. I had to be there for her. It's super hard on my mom, um, you know, who had like big bouts of depression. She also like shattered her knee at this time too, <sighs> so she was or not knee, her uh, ankle. Okay. So she was like bedridden, couldn't do anything yeah, going at the same going at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, so it's tough. So it was like a lot of me taking care of my sister and like trying to be like almost like like I was taking her to school, I was bringing her home from school. Yeah, you were being the parent. Almost. Sure. Yeah. And then at the same time, like going out and like drinking and like trying to be like a 19, 20 year old. Right. Uh, so, yeah real wild angsty time for me. Uh, Sounds like it. (laughs) Mary was going through like, you know, same kind of family issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it, it, all that, our two sides coupled together into like a very, I keep hitting the mic, a very complicated and turmoily relationship. At one point I told her that I was going to join the army. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. As an attempt to break up with her. Oh. And then I 
completely felt terrible about that, apologized, and then we got back together okay. and went and did ecstasy. Uh, we went and did ecstasy that night. Sure, yeah. And has that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> um, the makeup sex must have been great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, on the uh, <laughs> no, it was fantastic, Mary. You were great. Uh, <laughs> um. So, anyways. We're getting into all this kind of stuff, and I throughout that period of time, like, so are my friends around me. My friend John, uh, who is a great guy, but he <laughs> he's also Mormon. Okay. And he also kind of had this stint, too, where, like, he's coupling with this religion thing that he's going through. Sure. Right now, because his family was really wanting him to go to... Mormons have to go on, like, a mission. They right. have to go on, like, a like a missionary thing where they mm-hmm. have to go preach the word and stuff like that. And it's, the, it's a big deal for families like that. Oh, and, I saw Book of Mormon. I know my, <laughs> I know my history. <laughs> oh, so oh, so you understand the religion. Oh, yes. Um, they love to sing and dance, too. So, yeah, I mean, a complicated thing for him, too. So he, yeah. once we got out of school, he bought this house with two other guys, and that was just kind of like a party house for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're doing all this. Anyways, flash forward to this night. It's actually Mardi Gras. So period time-wise, this actually lines up right pretty well. Yeah. Um, and sorry, before you get to it, I'm just... So are you... Yeah, it seems like... are you? So you're not in college or anything, right? No, I'm... Well, I or, technically am, but I'm not going to college. Okay, okay. So you're uh, enrolled, but not going. Yeah, I'm, I went to business school for one day. <laughs> and I got in... Like, Fresno State's actually like a really prestigious yeah, business school. Yeah. It was like a big deal that I got in mm-hmm. and I got in, I, I remember going to the first day of class and just being like, I don't fit in here. Everybody's got hair gel. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> it was the hair gel that did it. Huh? Everybody's got buttons on their shirt. <laughs> I've got an aqua teen hunger force backpack. Like I don't, I shouldn't be here. Uh, so yeah, I was like, I was supposed to be in school, but I wasn't really going to school. Okay. Um, okay. So now it's Mardi Gras. Now it's Mardi Gras. And there's this place in uh, Fresno called the Tower District. Pretty hip, cool area. Yeah. People go there. There's like shops and stuff and like places to eat. Um, so this is in the Tower District. And they always do a parade through that little street. They do like a little Mardi Gras thing. Um, so it's we get there. It's me and Mary show up. And... My friend John with me, John the Mormon comes with me, because mm-hmm. um, he we were just like good friends, and it seemed like it was going to be a pretty crazy party. And I honestly think he just showed up to make sure that like I was going to be okay. <laughs> Great guy, yeah. Uh, and then like you know we had some other friends show up and stuff like that. Um, but Mary also started being friends with these two other guys who were like extremely shady characters. They were the ones who invited us to the party. Okay. I <laughs> can't think of their name. I can't even think of their names. Yeah. But I'm going to say Dylan and Milton. Uh, like so these guys like you, like when you see somebody and you can instantly assess that they are not a good person. Yes. It's that person needs to make some changes in their lives. Yes. Agreed. Um, uh, and it was these two guys. I remember just like hanging out with them and just like we would get into like such terrible shit. Um, like what? 
we would just like, I mean, not like the worst stuff, like just right. a ton of drinking, sure, drugs and stuff like that. Going to parties like this party I'm about to go to. Mm-hmm. So we go, and they invite us, and they're kind of like bouncing around the party or whatever. Um, Mary's kind of doing her thing, going around the party and whatever. I remember the first room. Oh, so <laughs> to place this party too, it's at this two-story house. Okay, that is directly behind a Mexican food restaurant in the tower district. Okay. To the point where like they both share a parking lot, oh. this house and a Mexican food <laughs> restaurant, both share a parking lot. All right. So you go into the, the first story of this two story house and the first room we, you walk into completely black lit. They're playing, uh, like drum and bass music. Okay. Which sounds like the prodigy. Right, circle right. back. Yeah. So imagine Firestarter. <laughs> it's blacklit, and there's uh, neon paintings of like Kama Sutra stuff on the wall. Nice. And I'm like, oh, this is this kind of party. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, oh, things are definitely going to go bad. Yes, I would like to drink. Um, so I start drinking. I'm getting really drunk. I'm drinking and I'm drinking. And um, I just remember things getting like progressively more and more out of control like our group of friends were like hey it's getting kind of like we're gonna split john was still sticking with me yeah but they were like hey it's kind of late we're gonna split i'm still drinking i'm still drinking i remember kind of like going up to the second story the second story just looked like a regular apartment ton of people inside of there everybody's talking to each other um i come out and i'm talking to Talking to Dylan and Milton okay. outside about yeah. who knows what. <laughs> Something really important, I'm sure. Baja Blast talking. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, we're talking. And I remember Mary coming up. She's, this is on a balcony. Okay. For this, because you had to walk upstairs from the first floor or across the balcony to get to the second story room. Mm-hmm. So she is pushing people like dangerously close to almost off the balcony. Oh, good. Vodka bottle in hand. Oh, (laughs) huge handle Mm -hmm. pushing people out of the way. She comes out to me and says, uh, comes right up to me and says, Hey, this guy in there just called me Mexican. What are you going to do about it? Okay. And to clarify, she is Mexican. Okay. That was going to be my next question. (laughs) So, me being years older and more rational and sober, I'm probably thinking the guy said, hey, you're Mexican. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Not like in an offensive way, yeah. just like, you're hey, Mexican. You're, you're, right? Right, yeah. She did not take it that way. Okay. Um, right. And I'm, at this point, very drunk. Mm-hmm. Not doing great. Yeah. Very mad, angsty. And I just say, he said, what to you? (laughs) And so I'm like, no, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to talk to this guy. And I see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Dylan and Milton are like, we got your back. We're going to go in with you. Oh, good. I'm like, great. (laughs) Settled. Yeah. Walk in, open up the door. I don't even know if it was the guy. I just remember seeing a guy on a couch and I walking up to him and going, Hey, <laughs> I heard you call my girlfriend Mexican. And the guy's sitting down and he stands up mm-hmm. and it's a, it's 
literally like a cartoon where somebody goes from being three feet tall to eight feet tall, 350 pounds, a hundred percent muscle. It's like that SpongeBob episode where he's trying to be tough. Right. And then he goes yeah. into the bad joint. It's just one of those guys. God. <laughs> he's a, he's actually a Fresno bulldog football player. Oh, so he okay. stands up. He's huge. And he goes, Yeah. <laughs> And that's the Fresno football gang football. No, that's right? just the just just the football, just the football team. Unrelated. They should have changed their name. Either one, either one could change their name, but both sides are so stubborn. For years, they will let this happen. Anyways, I just like the idea. The gang has a football team. <laughs> they also anyway, and yeah. they compete. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he stands up. He says yes. He stands up. He says yes, and I say, "You're correct. She is." Because. I look to my side, I look to my left and my right, Dylan Milton, nowhere to be seen. And now the party has come to a full stop and everybody is looking at me and this guy. So did you come in like guns blazing? Yes, like, absolutely. hey, I heard you were. I like whipped the door open. Okay. I definitely separated two ladies. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> I made that sound way cooler. Yeah. They came up to me and they're like, hey, and I was like, not now. <laughs> I walked right up to this guy and I said it. Yeah. So party's at like a full stop. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. She is. <laughs> and everybody starts booing me. <laughs> and I've, I don't, I'm sure you've been to a party. Yeah. At one point in, everybody's been to a party at one point in their life where they can feel the party turn on them. Yes. Where you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to be at this party. Mm-hmm. Imagine that amplified. <laughs> People are like throwing bottles at me. What? Oh, yeah. People are throwing bottles at me. Wait, why were they booing? Because you didn't do anything about it? it because like I, because he, because honestly, I don't think I should have been there in the first place. Okay. And this guy was like, I, it, it was probably his house or something. <laughs> yeah. So people are like throwing drinks in my face. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, we have to get out of here. Yeah. So I start moving, get to the balcony. I open up the door and John, the Mormon's like at the door and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably, what? Yeah. You're probably drenched in liquor and everything. Yeah. Oh, gotta, gotta go, gotta go. I, I, I grab Mary and we're in her. She has two friends that kind of like hung out and stuck around. Yeah. So we're walking through the parking lot and people are, they all get onto the balcony and they're booing me. As we're like leaving, as we're walking through the parking lot. And I remember just walking and just being like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. And boom, like just like beer glass shatters over the back of my head. Somebody threw a bottle from the top story balcony and hit me in the back of the head. So I just see glass fly in front of me. And I'm like so drunk, so embarrassed, so mad that I just go into like, like, stupid mode Hulk. where I'm I turn around and like I turn around and everybody's quiet and there's one guy whose like arm is stretched out over the balcony like he had just thrown a beer yeah. and I was like you get down here <laughs> and I think my biggest thing I should have been like you specifically get down here because right. when I said you get down here I, I guess the whole party thought I was talking about them <laughs> so everyone comes out oh shit it's like 30 guys. Yeah. They put me in a ring, 
like in a circle with this other guy. John the Mormon's between us two, trying to like keep us separated from right. each other. Yeah. He's like saying like, you shouldn't have fucking been here, shit like this. I'm like, I was just trying to have a good time, you know. Now Fuck is this you. guy you fucking hit me in the head. Is this guy real big too? He's my size. Oh, he's your size. Which is why I'm picking this fight. Right, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Feeling a little better about your odds now. Uh, I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's toe-to-toe this. Yeah. And then I... uh, It's getting crazy. People in like the the ring around us, it's like fight club. People are shouting at me. They're going nuts. Yeah. And and then I black out. Oh. And I black out. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie Snatch? Yes. Remember the part where Brad Pitt get, gets punched in the face so hard that he's like sinking through water? Yes. I start having that moment. Okay. Where I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> like I black out, but in my head, I'm like, something's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I start like kind of like feeling like this like wave of motion like, yeah. coming back to me. Uh-huh. And like, wait, what's happening? What's something's happening? And it starts getting like louder and faster. I'm like, oh, I'm being punched in the face. <laughs> and I immediately come back. And not the guy I was fighting with. This other guy's like got me by the shoulder and he's punching me in the face. <laughs> Just like punching me. And I wear glasses. So yeah. like he's broken my glasses at this point. Definitely. He's punching me in the face. Uh, and I kind of like, I push him off of me. And this all happens in like the span of like 10 seconds. So I push him off of me. I look down at the ground and everybody around me is like screaming and like pushing each other. And I just see my broken glasses on the ground. Oh, and I'm just like, you know, my fucking mom's going to kill me. Yeah. I just broke my glasses. I'm bleeding from my face. I would imagine. Uh, yeah. And then people like start screaming and I look up and like my eyes start getting like super fucking hot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's happening to the point like where I can't like keep them open anymore. I'm like rubbing my eyes. Um, Mary's friend was a part of the ring and like, was like trying to get us to all get out of there. I started getting punched in the face. John started fucking punching people trying to get to me. Yeah. Get me from getting punched in the face. She freaked out. Pepper sprays everybody. Oh God. Everybody. So I'm also pepper sprayed. Um, <laughs> oh my god she pepper sprays me she pepper sprays it was like a pepper grenade if yeah. anything she got everyone so people start just like booking it everyone's taken off I scoop my glasses up off the ground I'm bleeding there's so it's not like these kinds of glasses I don't think yours would have them either but they had like these metal hinges where mm-hmm. like the <sighs> to connect the frame the, 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 the leg to the yeah. frame part right here yeah. So the first time he punched me in the face, he punched me right here. Mm-hmm. It snapped in half and it pushed the metal into my eye. Oh. So I pulled the metal piece out of oh. my eye through it. I'm like, so like I'm pepper sprayed. I just been punched in the face like 20 times. Yeah. I'm so like adrenaline out that I just pull metal out of my face. And I'm like, we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm like holding my eye and bleeding. We walk around the corner. We walk around the corner to like where just businesses are having business. Sure. It's like it's still Mardi Gras and it's still yeah. 11 a.m. And I'm like holding my face bleeding and like there's people outside eating and they're like watching oh me walk God. down the street. Like I missed that eating. it was 11 a.m. Oh, yeah. It's not even late yet. <laughs> Mardi Gras is not even over. It's not even over. People are having brunch. 
<laughs> no, not not 11 a.m. Sorry, oh, 11 p.m. PM. Okay. PM, PM. Still, still. No, yeah. sorry. Total business hours. But yeah, still business hours for like Mardi Gras. Like yeah. people are still out having a good time. Yeah, you yeah. see me, I'm like fucking bleeding. Um, I walk up to a cop and I go, hey man, I just got jumped at this party. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. I'm just letting you know their shit's getting crazy over there. And typical Fresno police, uh, he goes, oh, okay, well, I could stop it, but do you want to make enemies tonight? I was like, are you going to tell them my name? What the fuck? You're a cop. What? You can't do that. What? Yeah, this is Fresno police. Fresno police are the worst police in the entire country. Also uh, ranked number one, number one party. Well, that's why we're the police. drunkest that makes sense. Capital of the world is because yeah. they just like arresting people. Yeah. Uh, won't stop actual crimes, but like, we'll definitely arrest somebody for being drunk. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm so like, what do you say? I, I don't know what to say. I'm like, <laughs> I think I tell him to fuck himself. <laughs> Good. And we walk off and like, we just like, we go to Mary's car and we get John and Mary's friend in the car. And I just like start crying. Yeah. Like, embarrassing cry. Because I'm like, I'm so fucking embarrassed. That was like, I've been in like, kind of like fights before, but that was like, absolutely the craziest fight I had been in. Um, so I'm like embarrassed. I'm still like, my heart's still like fucking racing from like just what happened. Um, <laughs> my face is burning because I just got pepper sprayed. Right. I just realized and everybody else got burned too, right? I just had a, a stone cold truth slammed on me with Fresno police. And I was like, oh, cops are assholes all the time, forever. Yeah. Uh and I'm just like, I just like I'm so fucking like wound up and emotional. I'm 20, you know, I'm like, I just start going crazy. Mm-hmm. I just start crying. Uh really sad, really upsetting. Uh Mary drives me and John home and we go and we lay on my bedroom floor. We wash our face, right? We're like trying to wash the, because John got pepper sprayed too. So we're trying to wash the pepper spray out of our face and uh, it's not working. (laughs) Pepper spray sticks for a while. Um, So we just like, I'm drunk also. I like, that's like, as soon as I get home and I'm like, kind of like coming back to everything and I'm like washing the stuff out of my face. I'm like, Oh, I'm also like completely smashed right now. So I'm like drunk and in pain and I'm like trying to fall asleep on the couch. And, uh, John's like sleeping on the other couch. And I just remember both of us just being like, Oh, <laughs> like our faces are on fire. We don't feel well, you know, four o'clock I go to bed. <laughs> I finally fall asleep. I wake up. Uh, you know, everything's fine. I think that later that week, so later that week, I have to like get eyeglasses mm-hmm. for it because he just broke mine. Right. So I go into Costco. I have to go to their optometrist. Uh, <laughs> and my like my eyes just like beat red, completely swollen. Right. Like, I was going to ask about your eye. Huge gash in it. Sorry. And uh, the Costco optometrist is like in a little box inside a uh, Costco. So I open up the door and I walk in. The guy goes, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good sign. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just to add layers on layers at this point. He's like, like, damn. (laughs) 
Uh, he puts me in the chair. He takes a look at it. He is like, yeah, this is fine, but you're going to have to look at like, you have, you're going to have to go to a better eye doctor to really get your eye looked at. Cause like my eye was like bruised also Ugh. like my actual eyelid or, uh, eyeball. Cornea. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wear that for a couple months and then, or the new pair of glasses go to a real eye doctor. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, you've got to cut in. I'm trying to remember. Actually, good news to the story is that it didn't actually get super worse. Um, yeah. But I, I believe it's the um, left eye. He's like, you got a big cut in your left eye. Oh, no, sorry. It's the right eye. You've got a big cut in your right eye. Uh, what's probably going to happen is it's going to get bigger before we can operate on it. Mm-hmm. And then we can operate it. But you're going to start going blind in your right eye. Oh. And I was like, okay. And it's like, so there's signs that you have to look for, like, you know, as this, as you get older and da, 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 you know, if you start getting bigger, uh, you know, like sunspots, right? Like those like little Mm -hmm. gray spots that'll pop up in your vision. Yeah. Once those start getting like quarter sized, that's when you have to start going to like get this fixed. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't gotten that bad. It did get a little bit worse, like, um, a couple years after that. But not to the point where I was like, this is like a huge problem. I have mm-hmm. to get my, they have to scoop my eyeball out. Right. Put an eight ball in there. And <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, oh. So hopefully, you know, God willing, it doesn't get much worse. But yeah, that's where I'm at today. Yeah. <laughs> so, but can you feel like, does it feel like you're slightly blind in one eye? Yeah. In the okay. right eye. Yeah. Um. My yeah, my vision is like on paper like worse. Okay. So like this eye is like, I think this eye is like sixty, mm-hmm. and this one's like uh, one eighty. Okay. Um. So I have to get like two very different um, lenses for each eye. Right. Well, that's the nice thing, I guess. Is it yeah, doesn't really <laughs> yeah. affect you on a day to day basis. Yeah. No. I mean, it's good. If I learned anything, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> is that uh. You just got to keep living your life sometimes. <laughs> just got to roll with the punches. Um, wow. So, yeah. I mean, when she, when Mary came in and was like basically demanding you defend her honor, essentially. Yeah. Is, was there precedent for that? Like, absolutely were you not. No, no, okay. absolutely. I, <laughs> I should have said that too. At no point am I like, like, I, are these on? Yeah. You know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> there's no time and i actually used to be like super thin around that too so i was like i was like maybe like 160 pounds okay still this tall i'm like six one six yeah. two okay so um yeah so i'm like super skinny at this point too and uh <laughs> she's yeah she's like you have what are you gonna do about it there's been absolutely <laughs> zero precedent set before that at no point in my life was I like, I, I don't think it was at this party, but I legit, like when we were dating, I was kind of like, cause I was a, you know, I was DJing and stuff like that yeah. too. There's this thing that was having, uh, at the time happening in, uh, the UK called new rave, okay. which was like an offshoot of scene music mm. where like people were wearing like, you know, pastel pink stuff, you know, straighten their hair and shit. So imagine I looked like that also. <laughs> going up against a football player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I legit had like neon pink skinny jeans that I bought from like a Claire's that I wore. 
Um, and I don't think I was wearing them at the party, but I, that was absolutely a part of my wardrobe at the moment. Well, I know you were drunk, but do you, re- I mean, I know we obviously know what you ended up doing, but when, when she first said that, like, what was your gut reaction to the, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I, my, when she first said it, I was like, I'm absolutely going to kill somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs> like. As I've got, as I've gotten older in life, I've I've know what, what my limits are. Sure. With alcohol yeah. and stuff like that, but there is That's a good. there is a moment in life, there's a moment when I drink, where absolutely everything is on the table. Right. At any given moment. Sure. So if somebody's like, "Would you like to do this?" I'm yes, absolutely. I've never actually gotten into a fight before, and I was asking about like what your gut reaction was about defending her honor because I don't know what I would do if like my girlfriend was like, "Do something about this." I think I think everybody's I think everybody has it in them to get into a fight. Yeah. I think I think you'll feel it. I think you'll feel when you're like, okay, I'm about to like either get completely demolished. Yeah. Or I'm about to kill this guy. I don't mean literally kill when I say no, kill, no, by yeah, the way. That's yeah. just right. my way of saying beat this guy up. Sure. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean I was definitely drunk, but I am kinda like I really <laughs> I like to think of myself as like a like a a good guy, yeah. right? So if somebody's like, you know, interrupting a lady's honor, I'll jump in there and help if I if I gotta. Sure. Or if she can fend for herself, she'll do it for herself. I think you're right. I think I would too. I've just never been in a situation, so it's weird to like yeah. think about. But also, I don't ever think your girlfriend's gonna be like, "You fight this guy <laughs> right now." Probably not. So that was like the strangest part where I was like, "I guess I have to." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go. I've been called. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. yeah I, remember, that's... I also remember like, like during the fight too, cause I, I've been in, like, I had been in fights before, yeah. right? Like schoolyard stuff, mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, but I was like, if I really got into a fight where like I was absolutely losing, like what would my body do? Yeah. Would I just like crumple on the ground and start crying and stuff like that? And there was a little, so this is so like stupid and macho. There's a little bit of pride that I have that I was getting punched in the face like a billion times. I was just standing and getting punched in the face. Uh, That is impressive. I did. That's the only, I was like, yeah, I am happy about how that ended (laughs) up. Everything else about that night. Complete mistake. Um, Wow. But yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've got uh, got plenty of bad party stories, but no fighting stories. I remember I had a birthday party for myself when I was like 22 or something, 21, uh-huh. 20, I don't know, whatever. Uh, this was back, I, was, I went to college in North Carolina, was home in Columbus for the summer. Um, I rented a house on the Ohio State campus with some people I didn't know because I didn't want to live at home. <laughs> Because I was like, I'd been home for like a week, and I, I think it was after freshman year of college, mm. and uh, grabbed like one of my dad's beers, and my mom was like, you're underage! And I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here! I think I've been doing all year! So I lived on campus, uh, and invited or a, a girl who I dated freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. We never even kissed, yeah. uh, but she came to visit, not just me, but I think just French, because she'd moved away. Mm-hmm. So she was there, and I was all like, yes, this is going to happen. Uh-huh. She's coming. She's going to come to my birthday. 
And, uh, you know, we hadn't seen each other in a while. And um, uh, I guess either a friend of mine or one of the roommates that I didn't really know made a bunch of jello shots. Mm-hmm. And I took so many of them that I just got alcohol poisoning. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was vomiting. And we ended up like she slept on the floor mm-hmm. and I was in the bed. Yeah, nothing happened, and then the next morning I had to go to a film shoot, so like in another state. Ugh. And our farewell was just like her crying that nothing had happened the night before. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I gotta go." You should have fought somebody. I really should. You should have fought somebody. Yeah, I think Jello shots are like, I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of texture. No, Jello shots are the worst. They way. are. I don't know who those are for. Idiots. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm willing to willing to risk the alienation of the Jello Shot community. Okay. Because uh, I haven't had any sense, I don't think. Well, there goes ten subscribers. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, just have a shot. We are gonna send you Jello shots, um, <laughs> but not anymore. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't been to a party in a long time. They're still fun. Yeah. Believe it or not. I just I like I went to a Super Bowl party. Okay. And like I'm always like my girlfriend and I are generally content to just stay at home, mm-hmm. relax. But there's always a part of me that's like, I should be going out doing things and this. So I went to this party and I instantly was reminded why I prefer to be at home. Because mm-hmm. there was uh the game was on in two different uh rooms at this place. And the first room there was a guy who just hated Tom Brady with a fiery passion <laughs> and wouldn't shut up about it. Right. To the point where I, not a fan of his, sure. had to defend Tom Brady <laughs> in hopes that he would shut up. Like, it was a situation where if the Patriots' defense was on and they'd get a stop, he'd go, oh, did they get a stop because of Tom Brady? Oh, okay. Like, that's, you... that's too much. It's of course much. they didn't. Yeah. No, no they didn't. <laughs> They dated it all. And he's so, like, he's not even on the field. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so then I had to, I guess that's when I defended Tom Brady's honor. All right. Without meaning to. Uh, <laughs> and then the other room, there was no seating. So I just sat on a wooden floor for three hours. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I think I'd rather just watch this on my comfy couch with uh, but peace. The trick to a good party, because yes. I've been in these circumstances too, where like going out and you think you're, you're going to have a good time. I did that. The first New Year's I spent here, I thought I was going to go out and have a good time. You have oh. to be around people that you know. Yes. Or that are somewhat half adjacent to, mm-hmm. uh, friendship-wise. Um, and there has to be food. Yes. There, ha- <laughs> there has to be food that is not to be purchased. It has to be complimentary <laughs> food. And there has to be so much alcohol. Like, those are the three things that you need for like a good party. Because you could have two of those things. You could have people that you're friends with, and you could have so much alcohol. But if there's not food, that means nobody's eating. Right. And that means people are starting to get really fucking mad. Yes. Uh, If you have food and alcohol, well, that's just a night in by yourself. Yeah, that's a sad sad night. And that's a very sad night. Yeah, it is. You need those three things. That's true. I never thought about that. Well, I think we've covered every possible important topic in this day and age. I think we did. Right? Tech I'm not going to give this more importance than uh, words. <laughs> yeah, sure. Talked about coffee. Absolutely. Drinking, mm-hmm. fighting. That's it. Bulldogs. Hey, those are my four favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks and, for having and me. And sharing uh, the tales. Uh, do you have anything coming up or anything you want to uh, Yeah, I have a podcast coming out called um, We Are Talking Basketball. When, when do you think this is coming out? It may come out tomorrow, honestly. Well, it won't be out by then. <laughs> Um, but keep an eye out for it. Uh, we're, we're talking basketball. We're talking basketball. It's just me and another guest uh, talking basketball. Could be oh. about this season. Could be about. Um, I know one of my guests. Uh, are you a basketball? I am. Oh, you yeah. do. Yeah. You'll have to come on. College uh, bro. Yeah. One of my my guests uh, coming on uh, had the opportunity of playing with Derrick Rose and Boogie Cousins in high school. Wow. Uh, so that'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. So one of those. Uh, so something like that. Okay. Yeah. We'll it, have you on for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, okay, we're talking basketball. Do you know when it's going to tentatively be coming? Uh, we're probably going to do a couple episodes this next weekend. So hopefully, what month is this? March, April? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then Twitter at Hunter Edwards BB on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me, if you want to get more of this. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. That was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Hunter for uh, coming over and telling the tale while also teaching me a thing or two about coffee and uh, Fresno, California. All in all, I'd say it was an educational experience. I'm going to talk to PBS about funding this show, right? I think that's a good idea. You can watch Hunter on the first Sunday of every month at the Pack Theater on Sketch Night. He's on the team Patsy Comedy. So check him out if you're in L.A. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. You can check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to that Patreon page. You can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave that five-star review on iTunes. So there you have it. That's all I've got for this week. Until next Wednesday, keep laughing.